0: Hello and welcome back to Silly Breakfast. We have a full cast here today with Salty and Thai Guy. So I'm just going to start with what you got, what you guys got today.
1: I um got to sleep in. Um, We are T-minus less than one week from having this baby, so we did no alarm Saturday today. And usually sleeping in is like, 30 or 10 o'clock but I uh, I I made us late this morning I slept until 10 45 1050 um, and it was glorious because I know I'm not gonna have many more of those days left but um, I'm here I'm awake um, but yeah one of my last days of sleep in so yeah I got I got some extra sleep what do you guys got
2: I got a uh, bin diving at at the record store and not so much just going after the the old ones it's uh, it's finding the old sale sale market at at Newbery Comics uh, this week. I was able to stop in at my lunch break, and every once in a while, I like to leaf through, and I got some pretty good finds this week. I got Bonnie Vere II, and uh, the second Barty's Strange album today. So, I, or not today, the second Barty's Strange album overall, and uh, it was quite a delightful afternoon. Wonderful, wonderful. I love that.
0: I gotta, I gotta get back to the record store to beef up my collection. Tyler gave me a record. Uh, was, it last, was that last week? Yeah, that was last weekend. Yeah. Uh, he gave me the second uh, cutting on grass album by Sergil Simpson, which I'm excited to listen to. Might actually have to put that on um, at some point today. You know, maybe while some games are on. But uh, so, my watch. You got. Speaking of music, um, the one of my favorite bands of all time, Explosions in the Sky, put out a record yesterday. And not only that, but if if you remember, they did the soundtrack for um, Friday Night Lights. And I got to experience some Friday Night Lights last night. I uh, went to the local Plymouth North High School game. Um, That's where I I live in uh, uh, West Plymouth, which is kind of like Northwest Plymouth. And I got to see the Plymouth North High School. They did lose. the team that played Sandwich from the Cape Uh ran the ball very effectively. They could not stop the run at all. The guy, I I, I think Sandwich threw the ball like twice in the entire game and they still won. Um our, RQB, RQB is pretty decent. He has a nice arm. Uh he was actually passing the ball, but they just turned the ball over a lot. Like he threw an end zone pick, and it was so funny. So they th- he threw an a, a, a red zone pick and the like the guy you know the guy picks it off stops stops in the end zone and they blow the whistle dead and then the kid just starts taking off down the field and runs all the way to the other end zone and the, is acting like he got a touchdown and uh the coach on the other team because they 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 felt the 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 dads in the stands and the coaching on the team felt like it should have been a touchdown, even though they clearly blew the whistle dead and play, play dead because Plymouth just stopped moving. Uh, like they could have easily tackled this guy, you know, in the, in, in, in the end zone. But they just, um, they just, uh, it was just crazy. Like the parents were screaming, screaming at the at the refs it was it was pretty funny like funny to experience that high school stuff i,
2: I always forget that there is a town called sandwich in massachusetts and i i would love to have one of those high school football jerseys sandwich high school it sounds delicious <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. color are they uh they were white and blue they were they were playing with white jerseys but uh, they were white and blue they need a minor league franchise. The sandwich sandwiches.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they have a Cape League team. I wonder.
2: Yeah, maybe. I don't know.
1: But yeah, it was honestly it was fun just
0: to go to a high school game. I'll probably try to check out a few more high school games this year. Um, they did win their first game, but they obviously lost last night. Uh, they are the worst um, of the Plymouth teams. So there's Plymouth South, who's a very good football team. They like, I think they had like one or two losses last year they lost in the playoffs last year um but they are a very good team but you know we got a um a game versus Poth north has a game versus my um high school team Duxbury, in a few weeks so i at ducksbury so i might try to check that out too
2: that that is so fun. I feel like you're you're getting in on a team early, and and when and if you have a kid someday, you're going to be like, I remember watching these games twenty years ago.
0: Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm ready. I'm ready. So I just want to move on to right into college. Um, so I want to ask Tyler,
2: who are your top four? Who is your playoff right now? them horns, baby. The the horns. They they didn't disappoint me. I was thinking that this year. They were going to continue to to be the tease that they have been over the last two years, really. But this year in particular, I, I saw this Alabama as an opportunity game for them to really prove that they're back. Quinn Ewers is him. He he was ready for the occasion. They went to Tuscaloosa, and they really just put a hurt on Alabama, and it it warmed my soul as a non-Alabama fan. And yeah, as a, absolutely. As a Texas sympathizer, really, I think Texas is one of the top four teams. I, I do think that that USC is probably in the mix there, but I really, I think the most important game because I could go USC or I could go Notre Dame in that top four. I think Notre Dame hasn't had an opportunity to show how good they are because of the, of how bad it is that the teams that they've been playing. But that uh, that Notre Dame southern california game is going to be must watch tv i think it's a usc can't stop anyone and the notre dame defense is pretty damn good this year i think michigan's a top four team and i think that you have to put the bulldogs jesse gordon's bulldogs in there
0: absolutely no Florida, I, I, no florida I, I, State love. yeah i i have florida state over michigan i don't have michigan in quite yet um i i think they're I think them and USC are more of a conversation. My, my top three are Georgia, Florida state and Texas. And then I have either. I, I can't deny USC's offense. They are insane. Absolutely insane. And the PAC 12 is the best conference in football right now, which is crazy. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, I think you could have, I, if you put Michigan over USC, I, I would not I would not complain. But I, I, I have USC as rounding out the four um, right now. Uh,
2: I just, but- if I look out there at the college football playoff, I think USC has a loss on the schedule and that's uh, not even Notre Dame the, just because of how good the Pac-12 is. And speaking of the p- Pac-12, one of the things that, that I keep seeing every time I watch college football game day is every town that they are in has a Bo Nix for Heisman. Put in your Bo Nix for Heisman. Oregon's putting everything behind it. And if Oregon. Somehow, some way. Is in the top 10. At the end of the year. He is going to be one of the favorites. And and Absolutely. it's because they're putting all the money behind him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Bo Nix has a good chance. He did have a. A little bit of a struggle versus Texas Tech a lot, uh, last week. But they still covered the spread, which was my big bet of the day if you uh, follow our TikToks. But um, speaking of last week, you know, Colorado absolutely rolls Nebraska. You know, they, they were two-and-a-half-point favorites or whatever. That was the easiest bet of the day. Colorado rolls Nebraska big time. And that in the Cy-Hawk Bowl, Iowa State loses to Iowa. Iowa just – Owns Iowa State. They they've very Iowa State very rarely wins that game, but you know, that was fun. Um, some games to watch this week. Um, uh, me and Tyler were talking a little bit bit about this before. LSU Mississippi State. Um, LSU's nine and a half point uh favorites. I kind of like Mississippi State to cover the spread. Um Iowa State, Ohio, I think is going to be a really good game. Ohio is a sneaky little team, and their uh, QBs back in action. So I think they they have a chance to upset Iowa State. Um, Kansas State over Mizzou. I think a lot of people are picking Mizzou. I'm rolling with Kansas State minus three and a half. Uh, Penn State, Illinois, which is the silly breakfast big bet of the day on TikTok. Penn State is minus 14 and a half. They are going to destroy Illinois. They averaged 34 more points a game than them through the first two games. They destroy them on yardage, destroy them on defense. Penn State's only allowing 11 points a game through two games, um, just not even close. UNC Minnesota should be a really good game. I think uh, the over that Tyler picked for that is going to be a fun one. Uh, Tennessee Florida, I see a lot of people picking Florida to cover the spread and possibly upset. Uh, t- Tennessee but I like I like Milton so I'm going to go with Tennessee and um, BYU Arkansas is another good game late and then of course later in the day is Colorado Colorado State Colorado is like 20 what three and a half point favorites I think yeah. they cover that spread
2: and and by late in the day Maddie's referring to 10 o'clock at night so, so yeah. uh, drink your coffee now if you want to be watching that game Uh, It's twenty three and a half, and the the over under is sixty three and a half. Uh, The picks that I have today, uh, Maddie alluded to one of them. It was uh, the Minnesota UNC over. I just think it's point central. UNC can't stop anyone. Uh, Minnesota tends to run the ball really well and have a pretty good offense, Uh, and and UNC is going to put up points, points, points. Uh, The second one is the Alabama against uh southern florida alabama's not losing two games in a row they do not they're they're going on the road they have a new quarterback the former uh backup really at notre dame tyler buchner i think they're just going to let him pour points on and get comfortable in that offense i don't think he's a good quarterback and i don't think he's better than uh jalen milrow or whatever his name is uh but I do think that he has better arm talent and they're just going to let him chuck. So watch for them to cover that insane spread of like 33 and a half,
0: 33 and a half. Yep. All right. Let's, let's just roll right into the NFL so we can get salty joining in on the conversation. This is where he comes alive. So, and uh, so, you know, just to recap last week, a little bit, there was a lot of bad QB play by, good QBs. I mean, Lamar was bad. Burrow was horrible. Tannehill was horrible. Kenny Pickett was horrible. Justin Fields was horrible. Not that he's a good quarterback, in my opinion, but uh, Danny Dimes was horrible. There was just a lot, a lot of bad play. Um, There was some good play, though. You know, Trevor Lawrence had some amazing throws. Mac Jones. Mac Jones played all right. Uh, Tua was unbelievable. Um, And my guy, Brock Purdy, um, yeah, is pl- we, I think he's just proven that he is totally fine enough for that San Francisco offense to just run the offense in a very sound, stable way, not turn the ball over, and just San Francisco is going to roll people. Um, another few things to point out, um, Atlanta is a very weird team because they drafted Drake London and Kyle Pitts very high, both of them, both supposed to be shiny toys, and they refused to use both of them. But their new running game with Bijan and T- T- uh, Tyler Algier is for real. That is a hell of a one-two punch. I mean, I think they have three touchdowns between the two of them. Uh, Bijan got out, uh, um, gained by uh, Algier, but it was just pretty much just because Tyler Algier got the got the got the workload. Um, Brown's yeah, the defense, goal line work. Um, Brown's defense absolutely destroyed Burrow and Cincy. That was real, real intense. Uh, uh Tampa upsets Minnesota. Minnesota is now 0-2 after last night's game on third uh, or uh, Thursday's game. Minnesota uh, Minnesota's an absolute mess despite the fact that their offense is still good aside from the turnovers. Um and Going back to Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley is back, and he is back, back. Calvin Ridley is an absolute stud of a receiver, and he is going to be one of the best wide receivers this year, probably top five in my opinion. Um, Tyreek Hill, uh, another one that just 215 yards, two touchdowns off two is 466 yards. Chargers can't get it done late. They just get, you know, sack, loss of yards, uh, turn the ball over. It was just an absolute mess of a last drive. Um, the Rams really surprised with their these young wide receivers, was and Stafford looked absolutely amazing. And then the real beatdown was Dallas's defense just destroying absolutely destroying Danny Dimes and the New York Giants. The New York Giants couldn't do anything against that Dallas defense. So, what do you guys thought? What are your guys' thoughts on last week? Do you guys have any standouts? Do you have anything to
1: add? Uh, yeah, I do. Um, yeah, I think as far as Atlanta, um, Bijan looked great. He, that touchdown he had was sick. He like caught it in the backfield and like just deked uh, one of the defenders and ran it in for a touchdown. I think they're bringing him along kind of slow. <laughs> <coughs> Excuse me, um, being a rookie and everything. And as as far as their shiny toys, I don't think they can. I think Desmond Ritter is just like bad i i have i expect throws or something like that in total yeah yeah i mean when you have to when you have a good running game i guess and it's it's working i guess go with that but uh, i think they will have their their game especially drake london i think he's too talented to just get you know two targets or whatever it was um but he certainly screwed me in in fantasy football last week he goosed me um i think um the Bengals are going to be okay. I think that was just a bad week. You know, they all have it. Bro, just coming off that that shiny new contract. Um, but I think the Bengals will be all right. Um, <clears throat> Calvin Ridley looked awesome, like you said. Um, the Pats, uh, I wanted to touch on a little bit. I think they looked pretty good. I mean, I know first game of the season, I think that was the perfect time to kind of get Philadelphia. Um, but they really stopped that offense. It, it, an offense that should be pretty prolific. But then again, you see him on Thursday um against Minnesota. Minnesota did a pretty good job of shutting him down. It was really only like two big plays from uh Devontae And I mean DeAndre Swift ran the shit out of the ball. Like he was he was out of control. 175 yards, something like that. Um but the Patriots I think look good. I think their defense, if they can um I don't know, play like they did the other day. Um, we have a chance of winning some games. I mean, Mac actually threw the ball. He threw the ball like 45 times or something like that, which is awesome. Kendrick Bourne, who I've been singing his praises on this podcast for, for a couple weeks, they actually used him, um, which I think is awesome because I think he's a dynamic player and he could be, be good. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I'm just football's back. I am I am psyched. I sat my ass down in a chair, ordered some wings, and watched twelve hours of football. I it, until I literally couldn't keep my eyes open anymore. It was fucking fantastic. Um, yeah, I mean that's kind of all I got. It's like Chargers, or <laughs> chart. Did they did Charger things? Um, and yeah, and I I guess the Dolphins. I'm kind of scared of the Dolphins because they looked great. Um. They're I mean, we'll get
0: it. favorites this week. I think I think they're going to cover that
1: spread. Well, well, when we get into our our picks, you'll yeah. uh, see a little okay. surprise from Ooh. from salty. Yeah. Okay. Let's uh, go. So yeah, that's kind of what I got. What do you what do you think, Tyler?
2: So I I think that their week one is easy to make some knee jerk reactions to. I think Purdy is better than okay. He was making throws that a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL can't. Make and I think that he was really impressive in his second year start. I I think they're the class of the NFL right now, and it'd be really hard to see them losing or not being favored in just about every game this year. Uh, And they did
1: that against a a good Pittsburgh defense too. They 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 undressed them like really like Brock Party was super efficient. I think he had like two or three incompletions on the on the day, or at least through most of the game that I was watching. I don't know if the very end. um, that changed, but he he just he pants the Steelers defense like it was the, no contest.
2: I, I agree, and I think that when when I think about conferences and and bad conferences, the NFC North is proving to be really really bad. The Vikings are bad. Jordan Addison, a very good rookie on their team this year. He's found the end zone a couple times already, and putting up big yards opposite of Justin Jefferson. Kirk Cousins isn't him. That team is way too talented to be 0-2. I I think that they'll still compete for the NFC North just because they're going to continue to just kick the shit out of each other. But uh, the Bears are bad, very bad, and Fields isn't uh, the the prince that was promised for them. But uh, I, I do think this is the Lions conference to lose. Uh, I don't think that they'll win the conference. I do think they'll make the playoffs this year, but I can see the Packers winning that conference. Jordan, I have a future
0: on the Packers winning the conference.
2: I think this is the time to put some money on on the Packers to win that conference. They played good football last week. Their the their defense is good. Jordan Love didn't make mistakes, and the running game is very good. The Aaron running game is very good.
0: And if he, I think he's got a little hobbled at the end of that game, but I mean. You got Mr B C uh behind him. What's his name? Uh what's the AJ Dillon? AJ Dillon, who's
2: just a beast of a back, like just a big boy. Yeah. Just dies. And and I think that this team wants to prove something. Uh, it's it's a classic. Sometimes I like to bet on storylines, and with Aaron Rodgers going down after four plays, which we have yet to talk about, the most Jets thing to ever happen in the NFL. It just I, I was saving
0: that for uh, for after this. I just want to recap like the rest of the week. But yeah, that's a that's a big topic. Yeah, we'll get.
2: I, I just we think do it right now. Just get into it. Yeah, I think that that with Aaron Aaron Rodgers the storyline of the NFL was the jets are going to win the super bowl. They have their MVP four-time MVP, former super bowl winner Aaron Rodgers. They were on hard knocks this year. They have all the the bells and whistles. They're ready to go. And just for the Packers to win that division without Aaron Rodgers just makes so much sense.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's let's, let's get right into the Jets. So the Jets upset the Bills. Um after Aaron Rodgers goes down after four plays and tears his Achilles, um, Zach Wilson was bad. Uh, he 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 threw he threw a touchdown that should have been picked off. Except Garrett Wilson is one of the best goddamn receivers in the league, and pretty much intercepted the ball from the defender and grabbed it and went came down with a touchdown. It was pretty amazing. Garrett Wilson is such a stud. I really yeah. hope. Zach Wilson can play somewhat competent football just so he can be okay. Because I want to see I was so excited for Garrett Wilson and Aaron Rodgers this year. I mean, I don't know if you saw, but Garrett Wilson was saying that after the game, Rodgers came up to him and said, sorry, kid, which is just heartbreaking for like that like young receiver. You know, he thought he was gonna have Aaron Rodgers throwing to him. Now he has Zach <clears> Wilson, who he already dealt with last year. But uh that Jets defense is goddamn unbelievable yeah wow if if a healthy Aaron Rodgers um I mean they're obviously they have a huge problem with their offensive line so but that defense and a healthy Aaron Rodgers throughout the season yeah I mean you can see them you know I don't know I don't know if you can see them winning the Super Bowl but you can see them maybe getting there or at least you know being a top being at, like around the top of the AFC
1: yeah I think that As much as I, like, don't care about Aaron Rodgers, you do got to kind of feel for the whole, and I, and my intense disdain for the Jets, you got to kind of feel bad for him a little bit. Like, they're finally ready to, like, make some noise and do some stuff, and 90 seconds in, Aaron Rodgers comes out. It was like, it was like uh, Apollo Creed and Rocky, like, dancing with all the, uh, you know, the American shit, and then he fights Drago and and gets killed, like, literally. Like, Rodgers comes out with a flag, and all this stuff. He's hugging all the celebrities on yeah, 9-11 on 9-11 just, just yet. Yeah, well, OJ Simpson said it best. 9-11 is a bad day for New York, which like yikes, OJ. Um, but I think the bigger implications, I don't think Zach Wilson is that is going to do it. I, I feel bad for, um for, Garrett Wilson and all those offensive Brees players, Hall. Just, <laughs> Brees Brees Hall, gonna, I mean, Brees Hall is going to be the entire <laughs> offense. Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook—they're going to have to lean on those guys. Brees Hall, one hundred nine you know, yards on two carries to start the game. Yeah, he's he's electric. He's going to be great. Uh, but you don't want to lean on a guy coming off a an ACL tear and Dalvin Cook, who is just like a torn ACL. Like that's just what he is. Um, but in the in the bigger picture, I think this really does a lot to open up the AFC East. I mean, obviously right now the Dolphins look like the the team in the AFC East after their week 1 performance, but I think it opens up like the Patriots to at least be able to split with the Jets. I think we are better than the Jets without Aaron Rodgers. Um, Buffalo looked bad, and with our good defense, you know, who knows. I know Josh Allen has these games where he's just like dog shit, and I think they'll be okay, but you know, they look a little vulnerable. Um, I think the AFC East is now kind of I don't know, it's a little bit more open than it was a week and a half ago. Um, and I can see a world where <clears throat> if our offense keeps playing the way it does and our de- our if our defense keeps playing the way it does, and our offense can continue to uh kind of level up a little bit with Billy O'Brien's offensive, <laughs> it's like actually having an offensive coordinator in there. I think there's a path for the for the Patriots to kind of make some noise in this division.
2: Yeah, I, I, I mean, four plays in, one pass attempt. Aaron Rodgers' career as a New York Jet is forever going to be remembered just by him carrying out that flag and for his being too cool for school on hard knocks. As a person that watched most of hard knocks this year, Q. Quinnen Williams is an absolute animal. That guy cannot be stopped, and he is so funny. Uh, if if you guys watched Hard Knocks this year, you'll remember when he played against. Uh, I think it was against the Tampa Bay Bucks. Mike Evans crossed across the field to tell him he's fat, and and Quinnen Williams had like four sacks in the co practice, and he was like, "My Mike, Mike Evans called me fat," and he just kept telling everyone on the sideline that. But he is an absolute animal. Um, I I do think that this opens up the AFC East, and I think that this uh, creates a little segment for us where we can pass it around a little bit, where which team do you want as currently constructed today? The New York Jets with their coaching staff, everything, or the New England Patriots? Who is better for the rest of the season? Patriots. I mean, the Patriots offense just has to be
0: better than that. I mean, better than what the Jets have now. Like I just like, and the, like the Jets defense is way better than the Patriots defense, but the Patriots defense is good. And I think they're good enough with a better offense to usurp the Jets this year.
2: Yeah. I think that when I look at it, the Jets defense is is better than the Patriots offense more than Mac Jones is better than Zach Wilson. So there's like a really good comp. Uh, Their receivers aren't as good as ours, but they do have the star receiver that we do not have. So those are really tight corners that are hard to get around. I think both of our offensive lines are bad. I, I think that really where it comes down to it is coaching is what we what we exceed on them. And I think the upside of Mac Jones continuing to develop in Bill O'Brien's offense will make us far better than the Jets this year. But it's it, it's a 50-50 shot right now because that Jets defense, Sauce Gardner is so good. Uh, Quinn and Williams so good. And they've filled every gap around the field on that team.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, what they, they was, also have a, is that was a DJ Reed. Is that the guy at the other corner? Yeah. Um, and and he's, he's Will McDonald.
2: Will yeah. McDonald, so yeah. fast.
1: I mean, if it we went, don't make those two back to back turnovers last week, I think we beat the Eagles. I mean, that was like the toughest start of like, the game. <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah. And the fact that we came back from 16, down 16, nothing to actually make it a game, um, I think speaks to. I don't know. I think the Patriots are better than I think I gave them credit for. I mean, hopefully this continues. Like we said, it's It's week one. So we have a
0: very hard schedule though. That's one of our biggest issues is we have a very hard schedule. I mean, just, I mean, we start with Eagles, Miami, like that's very difficult for us. We can't beat Miami when we're better than Miami, (laughs) you know? And now they're way better than us in my opinion, because they
1: have a good defense and just a crazy offense but we the rest of our division plays has the same opponents no I so. know
0: <clears throat> but I, I, don't I just know. think I I, I think we are gonna struggle you know with some of the out of conference things a little more than maybe Miami will um in Buffalo but I yeah. think the Jets I think us and the Jets are definitely more on a level playing field now which I didn't yes. think so at the beginning of the year agree All right, guys. Well, I think we should get into our new little kind of weekly thing. And we're going to call it – Tyler came up with this. It's called Plus Sign Hunting. So we are each going to pick three uh, underdogs to cover the spread and one mortal lock. So we each pick three. Um, They're all worth one point, except the mortal lock is worth two points. So say your mortal lock hits, uh, you get um, two points on the week. Um, for that mortal lock and then if any of your others hit you get one point obviously there are going to be some weeks where we might go you know we might have zero points but you know luck hopefully we you know we each find some luck each week and get a point so i'm gonna do you guys want me to start do you guys want to start anyone want to start you go go for it all right i'll start so um casey is getting healthier and they it's very hard for them to lose two games in a row, except I think the Jacksonville Jaguars are a very good team this year, and they are plus three and a half at KC, uh, or uh, at home, I believe, versus KC, right? Um, so They're at home, yes. Yeah, so I'm going to be taking Jacksonville Jaguars plus three and a half versus KC. I think it's a very close game, and I think the Jacksonville Jaguars can actually win that game. Another game, um, two beat up rookie QBs, Anthony Richardson, Indy versus uh, Houston. I think Indy's just a more sound team in general than um, than Houston, so I'm going to take them plus one. I just like them to outright win. I already bet them bunny line, and then my mortal lock. The mortal lock of the week is the Green Bay Packers plus one point five. I really like this bet. Um, I think Green Bay Packers are a good football team. I really do. Um, they're playing the Atlanta Falcons. I know a lot of people are high on the Falcons this year because of the new running game, but Desmond Ritter is a horrible QB. And Green Bay actually can, you know, I think they'll be able to stop the run this year a little bit. So I actually like Green Bay to outright win, but my mortal lock is then plus
2: 1.5. So
1: what do you guys Very got? Nice. Who wants to go Tyler, next? Tyler, you want to go next?
2: There was some there was some overlap. I did take some extra picks here, so no overlap is favorite... fine.
0: We can all pick if we all pick the same ones, we each get points. If you know, if yeah. Happens.
2: So so when I was looking at the schedule, a couple of them that really stood out to me. One was the Green Bay at Atlanta. I, I think Green Bay is just way better than the Falcons, and I don't know how they're one and a half point dogs, even if they're on the road. Atlanta, it, it, it's. I don't think that home field advantage for them is worth one and a half points it, it's just crazy and it's a dome so obviously the the people that are from green bay it's still early on in the season there's no heat to worry about there so i think that's a great one but my picks for the week uh pittsburgh plus two and a half at cleveland i don't think pittsburgh's that bad i think that an in division game like this they're going to come out and try to win this game cleveland already has one win I don't think Cleveland's as good as they looked in week one. And I don't think that Pittsburgh's as bad as they looked in week one. I, I we, didn't,
0: we didn't mention how bad Deshaun Watson was in that game. <laughs> just, yeah, he was despite their defense just destroying Cincy. Deshaun Watson sucked.
2: Yeah, and and I think that Burrow was a little bit banged up and wanted to get out there and play for week one after that big contract. So I I think that I'm not placing too much stock in Cleveland and buying that hype of them winning that game. I'm on Pittsburgh plus two and a half at Cleveland. Uh, I just think this is a game they win. Pittsburgh doesn't lose against Cleveland. Um, And my second pick is Washington plus three and a half at Denver. I just think Denver's really bad. Russell Wilson still has this, this, Uh, aura around him of being bigger than the team and it seemed to cause a lot of conflict in them last year and it's still lingering i don't buy into sean payton uh turning this team around so quickly judy's still banged up i I just think washington goes in washington's defense looked really good last week and sam sam howell played all right yeah he played all right and and their offense is pretty good brian robinson's great a great back and they have a great one-two punch mclaurin i think that they're really good. And my lock is Indy plus one at Houston. I just uh, think that I was almost
0: that, my, that was my, I was almost mine, but I, t- I went with green
2: Bay. Yeah. I just think Indy has a better overall offense and that's even without uh, Taylor, you know, Pittman's better than any receiver that they have at Houston Houston's defense might be a little bit better, but I think that that's basically a wash and I don't really think that Houston has any home field advantage. Richardson is proving to be far better Then uh, Stroud, early on, they're both banged up. But I I do think that Stroud probably will be a better quarterback overall at the end of it. But with uh, Richardson's athleticism, I think that he is a a better quarterback to just throw in on a really bad team because he can just run around and cause havoc.
1: Well, there you go. All right. I mean, I think we, we all looked at pretty similar games here. Um, there were a few that really stood out. Um, my picks are Jags three and a half plus three and a half at home against the chiefs. I like Maddie said, basically you, you echoed what I, what I thought. I think the Jags are good. I think Kansas city is reeling a little bit with um, Kelsey still being banged up. I think he will play, but who knows to what degree I they think, don't, they have no I think receivers. banged up
2: by Taylor Swift,
1: you know? Oh yeah. Ooh, rumors. Um, but yeah, no, I think, uh, I can't, I think Jacksonville as, as of right now is in a better spot. I mean, I think with Zay Jones and Calvin Ridley and ETN, I just think they're a better team at this point in the season. Um, so I think Jags will take that. I got Pats plus three at home against the dolphins. I think, uh, I don't know. I think our, our defense can keep us in this game. Um, it's really about just getting to the quarterback. Because I don't think anyone can keep up with Waddle and, and Tyreek, but um, if our defense can keep us in it, I think our offense. I mean, the Chargers they didn't get it done, but they still um, put some points on the board against them. So I think if our in our offense, if they can um, continue to uh, progress, I think we have a chance in this game. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go Pats plus three at home. Um, and my lock of the week is Colts plus one at Texans um i just think the colts are We were
0: all on that one huh that was almost my mortal lock too we almost we almost all had the same mortal lock
2: (laughs) i think we i think we bet the opposite side
1: i I, I, I bet i bet colt's money line already so yeah i just think the colts are gonna outright obviously they're not gonna win by half a point but i think they're gonna win i think they're a better team i think richardson looks you know like cam newton not Cam Newton like Cam Newton, but he like looks like Cam Newton. Like he's a big, fast dude. Um, I think he's. I think the Colts are just better. They're getting Zach Moss back after their piss poor um, running back display last week. Zach Moss isn't a game changer, but he's a back. He's their top back. He's going to get in there and run the ball a bunch. Um, so yeah, that's my mortal lock is Colts plus one at Texans. I think the Texans are just doo doo. So. <laughs>
0: yeah all right nice i like it so I, that's
1: our first one first first first
0: first week
2: yeah and and i want to introduce uh we hit last week and we hit pretty good on and uh we're gonna call this the two tud uh parlay yep and and I, I think that one of the people that i'm bringing to the table this week for the two tud parlay is darren waller plus 210 darren waller he he didn't catch anything um, for for in the end zone last week, but I do think that against a pretty bad Buccaneers team, he's going to find the end zone this week. Are they playing the Buccaneers right? I, I yes. That. So right. yeah, I, I'm sorry if I but but anyways, uh, Waller Waller plus two ten is the pick, and my alternative pick. This is. Uh, just do a little sprinkle of this on the side. I, I think that this is one of the more fun bets that you can make right now. Is Diggs plus seventeen hundred Travion Diggs to score a touchdown? Cowboys are playing against the Jets, and Wilson to throw awesome. a pick. Six, yeah, Wilson. Wilson to throw a pick is uh, is you know it's just about a sure fire bet and Diggs is a ball hawk he tends to get burnt but he does tend to be one of the best ball hawks in the nfl um additionally you can get a little better odds on stefan gilmore i just don't see gilmore scoring a touchdown i think that if anyone does it it's going to be Diggs.
0: yeah i, I like that um on fanduel you can't actually bet Diggs to score a touchdown funny enough but you can bet the dallas defense which i already did to score a touchdown um that was a plus four or something, um, which is pretty actually low for for a defense to score. But yeah. that's how that's how much faith they have in Zach Wilson throwing a pick six or fumbling the ball or something like that. Um, but so I'm going to pair for the 2 ton parlay. We already got Darren Waller in there. But I'm going to pair Devontae Adams' touchdown because it looks like um, our old guy – What's his name? Uh, Jacoby Myers, Jacoby Myers, who had two, a two like a touchdown or two last week, yep. he might, might be out. Devontae Adams he is, is out. A he's, he, okay. He's out. Out. He's officially. Devonte Adams is a touchdown machine. Um, he yep. has been his entire career. So we're gonna pair Darren Waller with Devonte Adams for plus six eighty two. Oh yeah, um, that's gonna be the 2 two ten. We'll be posting that on TikTok probably tomorrow. I'll probably post it tomorrow morning, right before the games, along with maybe another pick. But uh. Yeah, that's that's a 2 tub parlay, and I I like the Dallas uh, defensive score too, as like a kind of a long shot. I think that's a really good bet. So let's roll with that. South, you have any you, you got any ideas for any
1: bets? You have, like any touchdown parlays or anything? I I like where you guys are going. I like Waller and um and Devonte. I I co-sign. Yeah, I think plus six eighty two. That's a really good bet.
0: Um, yep. We obviously hit last week with our. Uh, Bijan and Calvin Ridley touchdown. so we hit our first. Speaking of the TikTok bets too, we are five and six on TikTok bets that I've come up with so far. Uh, nice. So we are rolling on those. Uh, the only one we lost was the Jets Bills over, which obviously died as soon as the game started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Immediately>, <laughs> so I feel yeah.
0: like I feel like we get kind of like a we get washed out on that one a little bit. That's that was a that was never going to happen after Rodgers went down. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah,
2: I I did want to add in one one pick, and maybe we go around, because we all play in a fantasy league together. Uh, I did have a stat adjustment to beat you this week, Maddie. I lost by under a point, and I got a one-point stat adjustment to beat you by .02 yep. points this Love week. It. I think that we throw in a daily fantasy pick. So, you know, just if you're on DraftKings, you're doing FanDuel, you're doing one of these daily fantasy where you pick a roster, who is the guy that you can get for you know low budget that's going to make a big play? And Maddie, when you were talking about the the Raiders, it makes me think about Hunter Renfro. You know he's gonna he's gonna see a lot of catches across the middle. I, I think that Jimmy G is a checkdown king. I, I do still see uh, Devonte Adams finding the end zone but I can see them checking down quite a bit. And Renfro is going to be the guy that eats a lot of those catches that, that previously Jacoby Myers had last week.
0: All right. Well, okay. My, so that's a good one. Uh, my pick is just Joshua Kelly to have a great game. Uh, yeah. Austin Eckler is maybe dead. Uh, so Josh Kelly had a great game last week with Austin Eckler in the game. I think yeah. he's going to be a monster this week. I picked him up on fan and our fantasy league. So I have, I have him. I'm probably going to play him. Um, I'm still debating who I'm going to play at running back, but I, I might play him over Jameer Gibbs now, um, just until Jameer Gibbs gets his kind of footing. But that's what I'm looking at. What about you, Sal? Do you have any guys you like for this week, fantasy wise?
1: I guess some like like a low stock kind of uh, play would be. I mentioned him earlier, but I think Zach Moss coming back for Indy. I think that backfield is like wide open for the taking with no Jonathan Taylor. And I think they're going to feed Zach, uh, Zach Moss. So I, th- I could see him scoring a touchdown. I could see him getting, he's going to get the bulk of the work. Him and Richardson are going to run the ball. Um, so I think someone, he's another one I picked up. I'm not going to play him this week because I've just, I had better options, but um, I think he's one to um, keep an eye on. Um, this weekend. And I guess going forward in matchups where the Colts are kind of favored. Absolutely. All
0: right. We're going to kind of, end a little early today but we have a little just a quick silly breakfast topic because we're talking a lot about college lately i want to ask you guys if you guys could pick one college football town to have like gone to school at or lived in for a while you know to experience the like a real football school's culture which one would you pick i mean it's got to be it's got to be bama right
2: no 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 Bama's nope. obviously
1: obviously a good one. You, I mean, you pick Bama, Bama, Bama works. Yeah, I'm gonna All go. Right. I'm gonna roll Tide. Get get out there on a Saturday, drink some uh, drink some Bush Lights with the, with the boys and the you know the Southern Bells hanging around and win some championships. And that sound sounds like fun to me. I mean, I, I alternatively would go with like Arizona State, but they're not a very good football. I mean, whatever they're whatever. But uh, yeah, I think Bama's would be would be a, a blast. I mean. I'd have to fight the urge to become like a racist, but um but yeah, I think Bama. I think Bama would be a blast. All right, cool. I like it. What, what do you got, Tyler?
2: I could see, I could see salty with the the Alabama hair swoop. He just has a bowl cut with the Alabama hair swoop over to the side. Roll Tide, uh, baby. So, so tucked in, tucked in polo to his khakis and his. Sperry's Call me Ala- on.
1: Alabama salty, like Alabama Mac.
2: Yeah. Uh, so my pick, Baton Rouge. Right. Down I, knew in the bayou. I knew you were gonna pick Alice here. I knew you were gonna pick LSU. I just honestly one of the best ones. I just could I would love to be down in the bayou. That stadium atmosphere seems like it would be electric. It's in my bucket list of of college towns to to go visit. And on top of that, can you imagine the tailgate? It would kill John Dalton. But that that uh, Bayou tailgate with gators, just eating Gators and pulled crawdads, and crawdads just sucking sucking heads out of the, out of there. <laughs> I just I can't imagine a better college uh, football atmosphere than that. And and I do have a notable, uh, 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 an honorable mention. All
0: right. What's your honorable mention? Then I'll go. Uh,
2: my honorable mention would be Hookem Horns, Austin. Yeah, yeah Austin.
0: Austin's a great choice too. That I, I, I was in between uh, Austin and what I'm gonna pick. Um, I'm gonna go with just like, just like pure, pure football people. Just like pure, pure football people, and that is University of Wisconsin Madison. That school is you know, I would have fit in very well there as a big drunk in, high, in college. So like it's obviously the drunkest state in the in the entire country. Um, like if you, if you, if you look at those like yearly polls of the drunkest cities in the, in the country, Wisconsin has like, has like six of the top 10 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm going to go with my previous life when I was a drunk and I'm going to go to Wisconsin and I'm going to just, you know, Big Ten football defense and running backs, just like low scoring games. That's what I. That's what I wanted. It's just those low scoring games and defense
2: just passing out, passing out in
1: snowbanks and.
2: I could see. He, I've heard Madison's beautiful, and I could see you in those white and red striped pants. That they oh wear. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, yeah.
0: All right, guys. Well, that's gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna get to watching some college game day now, but uh, it was nice weekend edition of silly breakfast you know hopefully you listen before tomorrow so you can get something for the nfl games um and we will talk to you next week all right love you love you guys
1: bye